There's no better way to get better at football than playing football. So if you want to... Taylor's going to finish it! I've always been confident in my abilities. I think, you know, I'm a guy that can go out there and I always believe in myself that I'm going to get open and, and make the play if they throw me the ball. The third. Ryan, end zone shot for Pierce. He caught it! Oh, what a... Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Colts cast. We are here to talk about everything and anything Indianapolis Colts. Here's Jamal Lawrence, and I am Eric Smith, your co-host of the Colts cast. Everyone, please remember to like, subscribe, and comment below with your thoughts if you're on YouTube. Colts Nation, this is the best way to support us as it gets our video out to other passionate Colts fans. And ladies and gentlemen, it is completely free. Colts Nation, as of today, we are the AFC South champs. Talk to him. As of today, we are. I mean, do I have to repeat myself? As of today, we are the AFC South champ. That means everyone else is one and two. We are built different. We are set up, man. Like, we control our own destiny, technically. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's like 14 more games, but hey, it feels good. And I think it's time for us to take over, right, Jamal? Absolutely. Absolutely, Eric. And, and it's crazy you say it feels good because, you know, I'm, I'm going to let you finish here in a second. I got to con you for one second. The Colts only have three more games. Well, let me scratch that. Not only have three more games. The Colts have the next three games. Two are divisional games. Two are divisional. So I think it's safe to say we may continue this AFC Championship streak. Finish your set with it, Eric. Go ahead. Mm, it's very possible because everyone keeps calling. Uh, th- this is more of the... Colts haters. Everyone keeps calling our win over Baltimore a fluke. It's very interesting. We're down our starting quarterback and center. I, I keep hearing, yeah, they, they had more starters out, but being down your starting quarterback has, I mean, that moves Vegas lines, things like that. So I don't think it's a fluke, ladies and gentlemen. We're about to explain why we are the rising powerhouse in the AFC, particularly the South. And a few key players that are reason for that. Jamal, where are we starting off? Uh, so we're going to start off with um, kind of just what I said a second ago, man. I jumped the gun on you a little bit. Sorry, I was a little excited to get rolling. So like I said, guys, you know, we talked about this, and everybody who's selling our schedule knows that the Colts have, which we said at the beginning of the season, could be an unfortunate thing or a fortunate game. Majority of our, meaning majority four out of six of our divisional games within the first six, seven weeks of the season. Guys, we are currently, we're currently leading the division. We have two more divisional games out of our next three. All three games we have are very winnable. So the Colts could be walking into week seven, five and one with two more divisional wins. All because of our full team, but two players have really stood out for us so far, Eric. The first one I want to talk about is the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Anthony Richardson. Since he stepped on the scene, this guy has been nothing but the new style for the Colts. This is that breath of fresh air. He's shown us ability to run. Well, you have three rushing touchdowns over two games, one passing touchdown. Brought this organization back to life and new explosiveness that we've missed with Jonathan Taylor off the field. Gus, you got to remember, this man has only played a game and a half. He hasn't even played more than that. He unfortunately got that concussion uh, week two and the second quarter. So you can't even say a full game and a half. This, he's been showing us what he can do with this small sample size we have. And I know, I know that Shane Sykin's been talking to him every day about 
you know, how to how to take hits and how to move a little differently because he said it. Shane Sykin said in his last interview, that's the daily conversation we talk about. So I mm. think that he's going to elevate this game up for us and it's only going to get better. It's only going to get better now that we have Zach Moss back there. It's only going to get better that next week we're going to have uh, – we have we can get – we're going to have Jonathan Taylor back. Sorry, now I'm not going to say we can. We will have Jonathan Taylor back next week. It's only going to elevate this thing a lot more. He's going to adjust his running style, continue to dominate, especially in these next coming division games because right now the Colts are sitting right here. We're riding up this hill right now, mm-hmm. riding up the hill, and there's nothing that's going to stop this, this offensive train. We've seen – we've seen – Injuries plague us. Didn't matter. Minshew stepped in and showed out. But now we have Richardson's and come back fully healthy and show us how he can do it over the next two weeks. I expect this playbook to open up a whole lot more. And AR is about to continue to take off and break some records. And that's exactly what's been happening. Week one, you know, I, I think it was very simple, you know, slightly vanilla, had some flavor on top, you know, some toppings. But week two, you know, that first quarter, we really did see it open up. And the fact of the matter is we aren't even at full strength, guys. Anthony Richardson, you know, he, he didn't play in that Baltimore game. Ryan Kelly didn't. Uh, Jonathan Taylor hasn't been on the field all season. You know, I think the sky's the limit with this team. I, I, I tweeted this the other day, you know, having to pick between JT and AR in a zone read situation. You make that wrong read, we're getting a first down or more. Cheat code status. but. Like Jamal said, this playbook is specifically designed around Anthony Richardson. This offense has been built around Anthony Richardson. It's dedicated to his strengths. We saw that in week two against Houston. The design run game, especially for Richardson, I felt was so well executed that game. And I couldn't believe he had two rushing touchdowns on three carries, three carries. And they were all a good chunk of yards, you know. It wasn't just first and goal at the one yard at their one yard line. He's just running it in, you know, whether that be up the middle or on a counter, things like that. I mean, he did on three carries for a significant chunk of yards. Yes, he does need to protect himself better, whether that's sliding more often or aiming for out of bounds. But you know, unless the game was on the line, you, you know, I've said this before, Jamal. I don't want our quarterback lowering his shoulder into and, you know, the enemy, <laughs> uh, it's a, a, any defender embracing for impact. I, I, I just think I know he can do it. I know he can take a hit, but we're seeing these minor injuries pop up. Now we got a concussion. You know, he's this heart and soul of this offense and we need him back out there. But availability is the best ability. We need him out there to continue winning. Absolutely. And we're going to continue. And it's going to continue. It's only going to get better on the offense side of the ball. But Eric, you know, there's a there's a piece to this puzzle who's just been really grinded on this defensive side of the ball that just as important as Anthony Richardson has been on the offensive side. I think that this guy has been a stout standout player and like Richardson is only ticking up right now to get even better. And his name goes by Mr. Zaire Franklin himself. This dude has been electric force. I mean, picked up right where he left off from last season. And that's on top of his game, y'all on top of his mm-hmm. game leading the league in the first three games and tackles showing zero signs of slowing down. I tweeted out before that game. I said, Ziggy's going for 15 tackles. Sure enough. What he do get 15 tackles. My man is on a mission right now. He's on pace to shatter the record of 214 tackles by Hardy Nickerson from the uh, 1993 Tampa Bay bucks. Ooh, guess what? He's on pace for y'all. If he continues this trajectory, 255 
So not only just going to beat it by a couple, he's going to smoke it, total tackles. And it's important because, you know, Shaq hasn't been so dominant for us right now. You know, he's not as dominant as he has been in the past. We get that. We know he's still getting back in the swing of football. I'm not terribly worried about Shaq because, like we talked about during the preseason, we have EJ Speed and we have Ziggy Smalls himself who steps on the field every single time and takes up. He's he's taking that baton from Shaq right now. He's taking that baton and said, I got you, dog. Do what you need to do, and I'm going to dominate this defense force. And it's going to continue on week after week because he's hungry. He wants that bid. He wants to show the league, humble guy, he wants to show the league that he is the truth, and he's starting off the season the best way to do it. He is the got to be the best tackler on our team, not just by the sheer amount of tackles he's accumulated. But when you see him tackle, boy, I see why he's got all them tackles. He's everywhere on the field. You know, right now he is the heart and soul of our defense. Like without him, it just wouldn't be the same. NFL tackles leader at 45. I I feel like that's going to stay the same when we play the Rams or after we play the Rams. But yeah, Jamal, this linebacker group is playing at a high level. Honestly, probably on par with this defensive line that we spoke, you know, a lot about preseason. We spoke about after games. You know, there were questions with losing Bobby Okereke. You know, was that going to hurt us? Is that going to kill us? Or Shaquille Leonard not returning back healthy enough to, you know, return to all, t- all pro form and, and be able to dominate. But those questions have been answered. Zaire Franklin, he is out there. And I love him. I really do. Um, like I said, this defense would not be the same without him. I think we have an underrated defense this, this year. It, it's shown so far. Um, of course, we've only played the Jags, Texans, and the Ravens. But, I mean, look, the Ravens, the NFL power rankings, I don't know if you saw them, but what were we, 28th out of 32? Yeah, wild. I thought that was a little absurd just because the, the amount of one and two teams ahead of us, including the Texans, who we beat and dominated, but also a winless team in the Minnesota Vikings were ahead of us. You know, again, I love the underdog story. Continue to rake us that low. That's fine. But I just <laughs> the Ravens are still ranked eighth in the NFL after their loss to us. So I guess they're giving them the benefit of the doubt, and they're just still riding us off as a fluke win. But look, man, what if we go? What if we? What if we're three and one after this week? Are we still in the twenties? Are we still just this miracle win team that just slides by? I, I don't know, man. We we beat LA. I, yeah, look. Yeah, I think they'll continue to keep us down there, um, especially, you know, That's again, ju- addressing the elephant in the room, especially without having JT back there. I think it's kind of a you guys don't have the weapons. You have a, quote, project quarterback. You don't have a consistent running back. You have a you have a defense who has not proven itself. You have a young because you have a, such a young crew back there at the cornerback position. I think the odds are against us on paper. Uh, when you when you read that headline, when you read through those things, especially from the from the national media. It's it's all it's all a joke. It's all just how can we downplay what's going on? Um, and and they're gonna wake up. They're gonna wake up. I don't know if it's gonna be in week five, you know, week week six, week seven. I don't know when it's gonna be, but uh, they better wake up sooner rather than later because the Colts got some up their sleeves. Shane Sykin has some up the sleeve, and I like what he's doing. Yeah, 
It'll be like week eight. The Colts are the real deal. That's that's yeah. gonna be the first sentence. Literally, <laughs> the Colts are the real deal now. They're seven and one. <laughs> or, yeah, so <laughs> it's whatever. I'm fine because you know what doesn't get us into the playoffs? The NFL power rankings. True that. What does is winning the AFC South, and that is our free ticket into the playoffs. So if we can continue our high play from both sides of the field, along with our special teams and coaching, I believe this team has a good chance to just contend. Maybe not Super Bowl contend, but to show everyone that this young team is is so young, but we're good enough to get, you know, go 10 and 7, 11 and 6. That would be crazy. That would look really good for everyone's resume on this team. Absolutely. I couldn't have said any better myself, man. I have nothing to add to that. And that on a high note. <laughs> And it on a high note, guys. You know, we got the LA Rams in a few days. Enjoy Thursday night football. Um, if you're listening tonight, of course, we're recording on a Thursday night. But we got the LA Rams, and they're they're not the feared LA Rams from a few years ago. So, ladies and gentlemen, go Colts. We got next up. Go Colts. <laughs>